Welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. Today, I want to talk about something that is really important. And in fact, um, I think probably a couple of years ago, I was being interviewed on a podcast and they said to me, what would you love to see taught in all schools? And without even thinking, my answer was energetic health, energetic hygiene. And that's what I want to talk about today, because I believe that if everybody was taught this, the world would be a completely different place because we would be able to take responsibility for how we show up in the world, not just in our physical presence, but also in our energetic presence too. And by that, I mean, you know, when you walk into a room and you can just tell if someone's in a bad mood and it just like can drain your energy or sap your energy, or perhaps you know those people that are energy vampires or emotional vampires that, you know, they just come and like suck the life out of you. If we all had awareness of how our energetic body works and interacts with other people, I think the world would be a much, much happier place. So if you think about it, really every day we are walking through what I call an energetic smog. Every day you're in contact with people in the world. You interact with family, friends, colleagues, acquaintances, neighbours. You scroll through social media, you watch the news, you learn what's going on politically. Perhaps you experience a conflict yourself or have an uncomfortable conversation with someone. You may have arguments or disagreements. Regardless, every time someone comes and offloads all of their angst onto you, you take it on in your energetic system. The same thing when they share their fears or concerns or ask your advice or when you witness or experience trauma or tragedy. Additionally, we're constantly surrounded by judgments, negative opinions, disempowering thoughts, media and advertising, movie shows, social media. Oh my goodness, that list would go on and on and on. And, you know, we own all sorts of devices that encourage us to to scroll excessively, constantly receiving information good, bad, you can feel crazy happy and then crazy mad, Um, you know, depending on what your social media feeds are full of, depending on what's come on the TV, what you're reading. And on top of this, the world bombards us with messages about who we should be, what we should do, how you should spend your time, what you should achieve and accomplish to be considered successful. Together, all of these interactions and experiences immerse us in what I call the energetic smog. This is the smog of other people's thoughts, feelings, fears, judgments and opinions. And that smog can make it almost impossible to clearly see what belongs to you and what belongs to other people. This in turn can leave you uncertain about what you really want and what you are and aren't comfortable um, doing in the world. I'm sure you've experienced that feeling of having a great day until someone who isn't having a great day comes along and all they want to do is moan. And then after they leave, you just feel drained. They probably feel loads better, but you feel like, oh goodness. Or you watch a film and even though you know it's just a story, you'll find yourself crying or angry at injustice at one of the characters that they experience. I can really clearly remember this as a film I watched years ago called Into the Wild. And it had such a sad ending that I felt physically off for hours after the film finished and I can't bring myself to watch it again. It just it just left me feeling really odd. You know, this happens because every time we interact with someone or something, even if it's fictional, we exchange energy with it. We create an energetic connection. Now, some of those connections are tiny with very little emotional charge. Perhaps someone held the door open for you and you said thank you. 
that energetic cord of that kind of exchange is almost like the the width of a hair. It's tiny and that might just gently um, unravel of its own accord. However, energetic connections can be far more substantial and create a much higher emotional charge. For example, if you've had a major disagreement with someone, that energetic exchange and resulting connection would be much more significant. And then that becomes even more significant if that person is someone that you have an intimate relationship or someone that's in your family because you have that history of connection. So think of those energetic cords as massive data cables that send and receive information between you and that person connected. Now, of course, that kind of cord can be a really positive thing. If someone loves and supports you, you can receive that love and support through your connection with them. However, the opposite is also true. People can project their fears, their judgments along that cord and you can pick up on them. Some of those things you might notice. um, If you're experiencing this, the kind of unsupported energetic exchange include doubting yourself making a decision, taking three steps forward with it, then changing your mind. Have you ever noticed yourself doing that? If so, I want to talk to you about how you can have energetic hygiene and I want to talk about one of the most powerful tools that I was taught 20 years ago when I started practicing kinesiology. And I believe as a result of that and other energetic practices I do, I've never had trouble of picking up anyone else's energetic junk, any any of their debris. So when I first started practicing kinesiology, uh, probably back in like 1999, oh my goodness, um, the teacher recommended a particular psychic protection class. And the teacher for that class described picking up on other people's energy in this way. She said, imagine that you're a farmer who's been out in the fields and mucking out animals all day. When you come home in your muddy boots and dirty overalls, do you sit on the couch straight away? She goes, of course you don't. That would be ridiculous. You'd, you'd, take, you'd leave mud and muck all over the house and it would just be really nasty. It just doesn't make sense. And the same is with your energetic health. If you have like picked up on everyone else's energetic debris all day long and then you go home and you just take that, that energy into the house and you're not doing anything to maintain that energetic hygiene, it would be pretty grim, wouldn't it? And so just the same way that we we wash, we shower, we wash our hair, we keep us up, we wash our clothes, we keep all those clean and tidy. We have to do the same with our energetic health. Otherwise the same thing happens. Imagine not washing for like three or four weeks or not washing your clothes for three or weeks. Things would get pretty crusty and pretty smelly pretty quick. And it's the same with your energetic health. The moment you feel overwhelmed, confused, doubting yourself, two steps forward, two steps back, you know that actually you're in someone else's energetic debris and we need just to clear that away. So we will be talking about different ways to like clean your yourself energetically. But I want to talk to you about something that you can do on a daily basis to keep your energy strong so your energy doesn't need as much cleansing. And again, this is something that I was taught Oh, way, way back when, when I first started like um, learning kinesiology. And that's the concept of a purple bubble. Now, I imagine myself in a purple bubble. And as this little boy said to me once, he said, because it's a bubble, won't it pop? 
And I was like, no, 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 this is a magic bubble. So imagine yourself in a bubble. And the reason I like to think of a bubble is because to me, a bubble feels very fluid. You know, like when you look at a bubble, it's kind of got that oily sheen over it and it almost seems to be like moving as it floats through the air. That's what we want around you because we want to create that bubble around you, not to create huge walls of defence that keep everything out. But we want just to have like this living, breathing bubble around you, holding space for you. Now, the reason I I use purple is because we're tapping into the violet flame of transmutation. And that energy is like transmuting anything that's not for your highest good. So I see the bubble, first of all, like a psychic immune system. as like a living, breathing thing around you, just like the lungs, breathing in and exhaling. So first of all, if you imagine this beautiful purple bubble around you, know that if anything comes your way that's not for your highest good, click, it's just transmuted for the highest good of all involved. You don't have to think about it, it's just there. And anything that is yours comes through that purple bubble, cleansed and cleared for your highest good. Okay, holding your energy strong and firm. And the reason I think of this very much like breathing, apart from like it's like breathing in what you want and it draws out those things that aren't yours, is because breathing, we just do it naturally. You know, we don't last very long without breathing. But when we practice breathing, like breathing deep down into our belly and practice rhythmic breathing, we become much more efficient at it and we can feel much better because of it. And it's the same with this purple bubble. Although once you have your purple bubble around you, it's always there. But the more you can connect with it, the stronger it becomes, the more efficient it becomes. So imagine your purple bubble around you. So you might have it really tight and snug up against your body, but that actually might feel quite claustrophobic. So maybe you want it far, far away from you. So you've got lots of spaciousness in there, but then maybe that feels leaves you feeling a bit vulnerable. Now, if you take your arm and put it out to the side, reach your arm out to the side horizontally, that's the that's the width of your energy system around your body. So you might want to imagine your bubble right at the edge of your energy body. So you can just do that by putting your your arms out in front of you to the side, so arms horizontal with the floor, and think that space around you is your space where you collect information, where you connect with your intuition, where you get to sense what's going on in the world. And so sometimes if that becomes full of other people's stuff, because we don't have those energetic boundaries or any kind of physical boundaries, you know, we want to say yes to everyone because of people pleasing. We can become full of other people's judgments and expectations, you know, down those data cables. So having this lovely space around us gives us the space to think and to feel and to breathe into our own energy again. So this purple bubble gives you that that boundary of what's yours and what's not, where you end and other people begin, which is really important. Yes, this purple bubble is about protection. So it will protect you from energies that, you know, that aren't yours, that aren't for your highest good. But really what it does is it shows you the boundary between you and other people. So you know where your energy ends and where other people's energy begins. And sometimes just knowing that is enough to make you go, oh, hang on, that overwhelm, that's not mine. That's in the collective right now. Or actually I can feel that from my mum as she's projecting her fears onto me as I want to start this new phase of my life. Or actually this is from this person. And we're like, oh, hang on, that's not even mine. So you just move that energy back out. Just feel it being drawn out of your energy space by this purple bubble, just like breathing. 
breathing in what serves you, exhaling those things that aren't yours. And then just on a daily basis, what you can do is just imagine just checking in with your purple bubble with your imagination, just visualizing that purple bubble around you. Lovely and clear and, you know, energy running smoothly. And you might want to redefine the boundary by adding, I always call it like an extra layer of paint, magical paint, of course, we don't want it cracking or (laughs) anything like that. But imagine yourself with a roller brush, a paintbrush, a, you know, a spray can, anything you want, just giving yourself that layer of extra protection around you. So you might want to do that if you're going into the city. You might want to do that if you have a difficult conversation coming up with someone else. You might want to go that, do that when you go into work just to maintain your own energetic boundaries. So as you give yourself that layer of extra paint, Always remember just under your feet, up your back and over the top of your head. That's where people often forget. They usually can do the front of themselves, but it's also important to just do the whole bubble. Make sure it's fresh and running clear and just notice. Just check in with yourself throughout the day. At lunchtime, oh, how does my purple bubble feel? If it feels a little bit dusty or a little bit, you know, jaded, just add some purple, just refresh it with some purple paint. Check in at nighttime. It's a really good thing to do, actually, before you do any kind of meditation, any kind of spiritual work. It just holds you in that sacred space. You might have heard the term like casting a circle. When people do their magic, they cast a circle to hold the space sacred, to keep you safe and protected in the magical works that you do. Quite often, I'll just imagine the purple bubble around myself or, you know, when I do my group work, I'll tell them, right, imagine your purple bubble around you and then imagine the purple bubble around your space. So the purple bubble is very, very versatile, but we're tapping into that that old energy of the violet flame of transmutation, knowing that everyone else that has ever worked with that energy is adding energy to that protective force, which is why we use purple. Now, you might want to do it that you have purple, first of all, and then you're like, oh, but what I really want today is to have some more energy. And then you can put a layer of red around the outside of your purple. Or perhaps you want to have some healing energy and that might feel like green to you. So have your purple bubble and then you can always add different colours around the outside of your of, of the purple bubble just to give yourself a little bit extra. But anyway, that's probably best off on another podcast. For today, focus on purple focus on feeling that shield of purple bubble around you, just holding your space, maintaining your boundaries. Do it every day as a matter of like having a shower, like that energetic health and hygiene. The more you can do it, the clearer you will become. Now, if you've read my book, Ditch the Doubt, you know I talk about the purple bubble in much more detail as part of some of the practices that I share in there. Um, But if energetic health and hygiene does interest you, definitely check out my book, Ditch the Doubt, um, because (laughs) because that gives you two of my favourite practices that I do every single week with my group in the Witch Academy. And I've been doing it probably for about four years because I really believe in the power of those practices. So if you want to have better energetic health, do check out my book or over on my site, Rebecca Anuwin, there is a whole course on energetic health, three steps to energetic health for modern day witches. That might interest you as well. So if you have any questions, do come and ask. I I will say this a lot, but this really is one of my favourite topics. I think I have like five favourite topics in the world and this is most definitely one of them. So um, come over into our community. Let us know what resonated for you, how your purple bubble feels, if it's easy for you to really establish. But don't forget, if it does, if it feels like, oh, I feel like I'm making it up. 
well, that's okay. Oh, I feel like I'm imagining it. That's okay too. (laughs) That's where all creation starts is from your imagination. So let yourself feel that purple bubble. And the more you do it, the easier it will become. You know, these days I just think like, oh, bubble, and and it's there. For you, it might take a bit more intent to start with, but very, very quickly, the more you do it, the easier it'll become. So come and let me know what you think about your purple bubble.